And welcome, heels and baby faces, to another episode of Rob is War, the podcast with the most attitude. I'm Rob, and this is the Murph. And today we're going to be talking about the releases that's been happening basically all year long. <laughs> been like uh from what i've read i think about 79 releases Ooh. which is uh, is is a lot for just yeah. one one year i remember i mean i know there's been releases back in the past and stuff like that but like i don't think that many yeah um what's it called according according to this uh this reporter from fightful.com his name is Sean Ross Sapp he cited and said that it was budget cuts for all budget these releases. Cuts. Do you do you? What's your opinion on that? What What do you think? I really don't believe it because how how is the budget cuts? Because the WWE like a, I don't know billion dollar corporation, something like that. Yeah, I doubt they're even losing money or hurting them money. Oh, I mean, especially with all the revenue that they're bringing in from. Uh, the what's it called the Saudi Arabia stuff yeah. that they're doing with the according of what blood money <laughs> yeah yeah that's that's yeah it's a good point I mean <laughs> I don't I don't honestly think it's budget cuts and especially it's funny because you know you have this storyline on on Raw right now where Vince McMahon is missing this hundred million dollar egg or whatever <laughs> and so now you got some fans joking around saying like you're talking about budget cuts but you can afford this egg like yeah. all, all your money went to this egg <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh like oh that's why like like you know so so what got released yeah like you're gonna tell me it's budget cuts i i don't believe that for one yeah. second in those budget cuts. I, think, I think there's way more to that i mean i also yeah. heard rumors it could be the fact that they may be selling you think WWE could be selling? I really don't picture Vince selling it. And 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 let's say if they did, like, makes me wonder because I heard like they could be selling to someone like NBC since like the network is already on Peacock. But then yeah. again, the thing with that is that I heard that uh, again they're getting revenue, they're getting money off of Peacock because. They have like a five-year deal or something like that. It's like yeah. they didn't they didn't sell the whole they didn't sell all their library to Peacock. They just yeah. lent, they just basically lent it out. It's borrowing. Yeah, it's like Peacock's renting it, kind of like I guess where we rented the blockbuster, like a movie from Blockbuster. Yeah, exactly. So, but except instead of for 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 a few days, it's five years. Yeah. So, like you know. Um, they there's rumors of that, and I know I think right back was one of the other guys that said that they could be selling to someone like uh like Disney or like Universal Studios, which I mean wow. I guess I could kind of see it happening because you know with Vince he, he he would turn anything into WWE if he could have a freaking WWE theme park. I'm pretty sure he would be down for that. Yeah, I mean he's he's I mean remember back in New York they used to have that that WWF. A restaurant, yeah, 
You know, they used to have stuff like that. They you know, had like a after some party too during Raw. Yeah, so I don't know. Especially I, when they were they were in they were in New York. All I know is I don't believe it's it's budget cuts. Yeah, me neither. I, I don't believe that for one second that it's budget cuts. But um so well actually since we're talking about releases on November 18th now, uh was the recent one where they released at least uh, eight performers Dang. for November 18th and that would be Ashanti Adonis which I really don't remember I know he had a he had a good run I kind of I, I kind of do now that I think about it I kind of do he, he had a little, short little run on on NXT a little bit um top dollar uh, was from that hit row faction that was was happening, which I, for one, thought was a genius faction because yeah. there's that here's a faction that you've never really, I don't I don't like. Do you remember a faction ever happening like that? Like I'm trying to remember, if there's ever been a, like a rap style faction like this fact. Like basically, what I guess people didn't understand about hit row is that they were almost like um, the record company Death Row. You know, so uh, Isaiah Swerve Scott was, you know, and he was also one of the guys that got released amongst those eight. Um, so you already have two members right there. Like you, yeah. we basically before before we went live here, you were you were saying that basically all of Hit Row is gone. Yeah. Um, which is that's sad. I enjoy their time on on uh, NXT. And that's what I'm talking about. Uh, I I enjoyed the hell out of what they were doing on NXT. It was different. It was fresh. Uh, the rivalries that they were doing with Legato, you know, uh, with yeah. and then the whole feud with uh, you know El Fantasmo, uh, El Fantasma. Yeah. Which I think what's in that? Well, that's what I know him as. That that's not his name. That's not his yeah. name in NXT. I think it was a, a Santos Escobar. Yeah. And and he was facing Isaiah Sword Squad for the. For the NXT Cruiserweight Championship, which I thought was re- really good, uh, but th- what I was saying about Hit Row is basically the people that didn't understand who Hit Row was is that they were just basically a record label, and yeah. they were a re- they were a record label that that were basically a wrestling faction, you know. So it's actually because, something different. It was different, and also um, Isaiah Swerve Scott has his own podcast, so like that's where Top Dollar came from. That's where that uh, other guy came from. I don't know what his name was. Um, and then you had the, I think her name is B Fab. I think that's what they were yeah. calling her, who got released as well. Uh, which is on uh, uh, top of which is part of the list, the releases. Uh, but yeah, they just they just missed big time with oh, yeah. Hit Row and and WWE does that with a lot of them. You know, they did that with Sanity. You know, with everybody. Uh, yeah, they did that with everybody. Like, but this, going back with Top Dollar, this guy. Um, I from what I remember of him is they uh A and E was doing this this new program I think called WWE uh, Most Wanted Treasures or something like that. It was basically like the wrestlers would go on search to find the most valuable like items, yeah. like whether it was you know like one time they went for like Kane's mask or like I don't know if you've seen that episode. Like there was one where they uh trying to look for like Undertaker's like trench coat and stuff like yeah. that. And it was worth a lot. But anyways, the guy 
that was part of the hosting it was top dollar. That's where I remember him from. And then obviously, mm. then obviously he transitioned to becoming, cause I know he was already at the performance center training to become a wrestler. So that's how he uh, ended up beca- uh, becoming part of hit row. Yeah. Uh, next you have Drake Maverick, which who I knew as Rockstar Spud yeah. back in Impact. And I thought he was doing good. I mean, I yeah. guess he, was, he wasn't doing much, but I mean, he was. He got fired last year, then this again. <laughs> again. Yeah. I don't even know. I don't know with him. Now, here's a big one for me that recently John Morrison. Come how on, they, how are they going to drop that? <laughs> how are you going to drop the ball on John Morrison, who yeah. already like proved himself outside of WWE after he was already, I think, released before a long ass time ago, uh, to becoming Johnny Mundo and Lucha Underground, which I felt was was a uh, part of what lucha underground was becoming you know he was part of that um yeah he him and taya had this uh this uh i forgot what they were called but they had they had their own faction too uh over there on lucha underground which was really really good and so i think johnny mundo ended end up becoming the second or third lucha underground champion um and so he was doing stuff with that. He was doing stuff over there in, in AAA, Mexico. And he was also doing Johnny Impact in Impact Wrestling. Yeah, yeah. And so, like, he was doing a bunch of stuff. This guy was winning multiple champions all across and the board. All across the board. And they dropped the ball. They bring him back as what he what they thought he was, just goofy hipster or whatever. It looked like just to put Miz over more. Yeah. And then, you know released them which i thought was pretty stupid mm-hmm. How you gonna like, do what's that? the point yeah what's the point now the next one is uh tegan knox uh she was already doing stuff i think with uh shotzi blackheart with the with her coming out on the tank and you know they they they, they just bumped her up on smackdown i felt out that didn't make sense like she wasn't ready for like the for the main roster she she didn't have time to really Shine because she got it because she got injured. And well, not only that, but I think she also had a feud with uh, Candice. Yeah, that's what I was trying to remember her and name. They just dropped a feud like out of the blue. And honestly, that could have been money. That could have been yeah. a probably potential takeover match right there too, because they, like you said, they built something there. And then, like, how are you gonna do that? Like, uh, Sh- Shotzi Blackheart going to SmackDown made sense. But if you did it with Ember Moon, because that's who they were doing yeah. it with. And not only that, Shotzi and Ember Moon become became like I think the second uh the second women's tag team to become the first ever, you know, NXT tag women's champion. tag champion. Yeah. So like how are you gonna again, like you just said, how are you gonna drop the ball? That didn't make sense to exactly. to bring somebody who was just injured, she's just finding her mm-hmm. footing in NXT and you're gonna and like all of a sudden away. Yeah, that yeah, don't, I don't know, man. I can't. I don't know what to say about WWE. Like, come on, yeah. man. <laughs> come on. <laughs> uh, the next one I thought made sense. I think this guy probably should have uh, got released just on, just on, just based on the comments and stuff he was making. And that was Jackson Riker. Uh, he was yeah. making all these racial, racist type of comments, which I yeah. thought was looked pretty bad on his part. So yeah, that, that that's. That's unprofessional. Very, very, very unprofessional. Whether, 
even if you had opinions like that and all this stuff, you just don't do that publicly. Yeah. And, you know, knowing you're, uh, you know, knowing how you're a top celeb working for a top company like that. Yeah. Uh, that's because I liked him. I think he was um, trying to remember what his name was when I first saw him. He was in Impact Wrestling. And he was doing pretty good over there. And I thought, okay, this guy is pretty badass. And then, like I said, he made those comments. And it was just like, yeah, man, this guy is, yeah. I, I already saw, yeah. I already knew that they were going to release him no matter what. Yeah, so, yeah, good luck to you, Riker. Yeah. Uh, uh, the next one I already had mentioned, which was Isaiah Sorv Scott. Um, obviously, they dropped, was awesome. They And, you know, even without Hit Row, he didn't really need Hit Row. This guy, again, was already a multiple champion. He uh, I first discovered him as Killshot in Lucha Underground. He was wearing a mask, so obviously you can understand my feelings yeah. when he when he debuted finally in NXT. But for me, I didn't know who he was behind the mask. Like I just knew him. Just this mask guy was calling himself Killshot. So it obviously I had to research all that stuff, and and yeah. it turned out okay. It was this guy named Isaiah Scott who happened to be he was already swerved before NXT and was doing, like, he was already a multiple champion. He's like, he was a PCW heavyweight champion, which was a, a big, pretty big indies promotion where, you know, a lot of guys are coming from uh, from MLW and Ring of Honor and stuff like that, you know. Yeah. They all been through PCW and stuff like that. And, and Defy Wrestling, that's another good one. I think that's a, a British one. Uh, he was multiple champions and, and those, like, so, again, he was just mo- all these multiple champions getting releases, it just doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, I, don't, um, I don't know. I know you sh- I know you uh, showed me a couple of his matches he did. Yeah, man. When I want to say Lucha Underground. Oh, yeah, remember? I, sh- I showed you that. Uh, yeah. That, I showed you that match where, um, man, now, now, that, now that you're talking about it, it was against, it was kill shot. It was an Ultimo Lucha yeah, Ultimo Lucha pay-per-view. That's what they called their pay-per-views, I guess. And they didn't he like spear him or he did something and they went through like glass. Yeah. Stuff. I remember that. That was brutal. brutal. Um yeah, that was him. That was it. That was Isaiah yeah. Sword Scott. Yeah. <laughs> but he was kill shot and he was I forgot. I was trying to remember the other wrestler, but like the whole storyline was that they were like veterans of the military and like apparently kill shot like killed this guy or something like that and uh you know he was a brother in arms and he resurrected back and you know came back for revenge basically you know yeah. it was like a, it was like rambo in wrestling or something. <laughs> like it was it was pretty awesome though you know it was it was oh, different yeah. because like Hillshaw like had the dog tags and, and like but what's it's cool about Isaiah Sorb Squat is that he really is an ex military uh you know guy he really oh, did yeah, it fits him. He he is really an ex-military. And yeah. So the military part was true, but obviously him like going overseas and killing and you know yeah. making, it all, making it all comical and stuff like yeah. that. It's obviously not. Um, our next one is Shane Thorne. I don't know if you remember that guy, but I remember he was in a tag team. Uh, I remember. I don't remember. Who the guy I think vaguely. I probably yeah, have to I'm trying to remember who Shane Thorne. Uh, but I think he was also on the main roster for a little bit as well, from what I remember. But I, I'm trying to remember he was in a tag team, and this tag team that he was with, they were they were kind of popular as well too. I might I might have to go check real quick. But he was man, 
trying to remember. He yeah, he was an Aust- he's an Australian professional wrestler, but he was in this tag team with somebody. I'm trying to remember who. That's who it is. Um, they were called uh, TMDK, I think, which was then for the Mighty Don't Kneel. Which was a remember a TM sixty one, there you go. I don't know if you remember that name, but they were a tag team. Um, and the other guy was uh, I forgot that other guy's name too. Yeah, I don't. But anyways, um, TMDK is a stable. Uh, I think his name is Nicholas, and you also had which was another guy that they. Uh, messed up with uh, Jonah, which was Bronson Reed for NXT. Yeah. He was also part of that TMDK st- uh, stable. So I also heard rumors around that we could possibly see a reunion between Jonah and Shane Thorne. Shane Thorne could end up coming back, and they could end up uh, returning as uh, as the Mighty Donio or TMDK. I think that's going to be awesome because I would like yeah. to see. Um, but. Uh well, rumors was that that TMDK actually stood for torture, murder, destroy, kill. Uh, but it actually is the mighty Don't Neil, which is I think is better. So, um, yeah, hopefully we'll see more out of out of out of Shane Thorne there. Yeah. You don't you don't you don't remember him though. No, I don't. Huh. I was like, I must, I must have, yeah, I, I remember watching him as TM61 now that I think about it, which was interesting. Um, and that's, see, so that list right there alone, Al, was only on just November 18th. Now we're going to November, yeah. now we're going to November 4th, WWE dropped more performers two weeks after its crown jewel pay-per-view in Saudi Arabia, which was Keith Lee. Which I can't believe again. Yeah, this is a guy I've, I've seen since Ring of Honor, and is a Texas boy. Texas represent. Uh, um, Carrie from Texas. Yes, yes. Uh, Carrie and Cross. That I kind of saw coming, only because because you know I hear he had and he had an attitude backstage. If that's true, well, then well. Um, that's funny that you said that because that. That something just popped in my head. I remember watching this like triple A triple mania like documentary or something like that, and like there was one where like he was gonna fight Jeff Jarrett, like backstage he was gonna him and Jeff Jarrett were gonna go at it because I guess Jeff Jarrett was drunk or something, hey. <laughs> and, and Jeff Jarrett was being a dick and, and, and telling Cross stuff and Cross was like I'm gonna do it I'm gonna hit him and like yeah it was pretty insane. Um, Apparently, so, he had like attitude problems b- 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 backstage that a lot of wrestlers didn't like. Okay, so I mean, so I could understand that, I that too. Yeah. I could understand that too, but yeah, it it is also just it's also bad because it would have been cool to have seen the whole thing they did with him and and his actual wife or fiance Scarlett. Yeah. Uh, the stuff they were doing in NXT, I wish they would have brought that up to the main roster, but I mean, obviously that wasn't happening, and they gave him this nope. weird. Weird ass Trojan helmet or whatever, and again making him, I guess, look like he was going to be like the third wheel of like the Viking <laughs> Raiders or something. 
So <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know, man. And like, come on, man. Like I said, Keith Lee, man. Keith Lee became like NXT's first double champion back yeah. in July of last year. And like, man, dude, I thought like, okay, that, that to me is telling me they're going to put that guy, you know, they're going to make him the man. That's what I thought. I mean, I just noticed double- that most of the guys that were released that didn't do well were, they all came from like, came from like NXT before going to the main roster. And then all get always released. does that. Vince yeah. always does that. Tries messing them up and then they get released. And it could also not just be because of the wrestler. It could also just be because of the fact that he just wants to mess with Triple H because he knows Triple H has so much invested in it that he could just be tampering with how, you know, because, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because if it were up to Triple H, obviously, they these these wrestlers would be excelling. Oh, yeah. And, and, um, and if you would, and if you had done all these characters right, I would believe that there would have been more competition for what AEW, too. Yeah. Um, I know Small Joe did get, did get released, but Triple H got kind of pissed and fought hard to get him hired back. Which also part of the, which also is part of this uh, list, too. Yeah, Samoa yeah. Joe was definitely part of one of them. So we had Karrion Cross, like you said, uh, Keith Lee. We had Nia Jax. I mean, come on, Nia Jax was already just injuring injuring a bunch of people. And yeah. I gotta say, I did love Nia Jax. I did think she could have been been something. Uh, I remember me and Leanne going to a a uh, NXT special event there in Robstown. Um, and uh, her coming out facing Asuka, who was the NXT Women's Champion at the time, and her pitching the idea to Vince McMahon, since like you know she's cousins to The Rock, and The Rock does the People's Elbow, she wanted yeah. to do the People's Leg Drop, and so like I remember during the match watching it, she did the whole, you know, the whole Rock taunt, you know, yeah. and she went from ring to ring, but as soon as she was gonna land the leg drop, she did the socket sign. <laughs> and then when she was gonna hit the leg drop, well, obviously she missed. Oscar hit her with the finisher. You know, Oscar wins. But I mean, yeah. I thought it was pretty. I was so entertained, and I know she could wrestle. And I again, I think yeah. it was just one of those things where they were just holding her back to, you know, not. Which is kind of odd. I actually found this a, a, a surprise they released that they released her because. She's related to The Rock, and we know how Vince is when someone that is that is related to The Rock. Well, also remember, Roman Reigns. Well, also yeah. remember you telling me that that's probably why, uh, you know. But it could also be the fact that he's that Vince McMahon is getting back at The Rock, you know, because there's also rumors of the yeah. fact that The Rock has done other stuff for other promotions, but he he won't he. Apparently, he was supposed to show up at that Survivor Series pay-per-view to hype up him and Roman or something like that. Actually, from what I've read, they never said he was going going to be there. Okay, see, and the scene that's the that's, egg was just a plant of seeds, and that's what I'm thinking too. That's what the egg is. The egg is a literal, a literal damn seed to where you were, you know. Hopefully in Dallas at this mania, or you're gonna get Roman versus Rock. Yeah, which is gonna be pretty interesting for Texas, man. Jeez. Oh yeah. And, and for two nights, man. I, I wish I could go. Hopefully I could go. But I know. I doubt it. But, yeah, fucking money. Yeah, but we sh- we should have already had our tickets by now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
Um, so the next one also, again, was uh, like we were saying with part that should have been uh, brought up with what Shotzi was Ember Moon, another wrestler that they again missed with. Uh, she should have been the wrestler to have have beaten Asuka's undefeated record in NXT. Mm-hmm. And that didn't happen. Obviously, Asuka, like, you know, uh, what she do? Like, she dropped the title and, you know, Ember Moon ended up winning it. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, Ember, Ember was the next person in line to be the face for the women's and in the NXT. Moon was great. They she was great. She had an awesome character. And, again, they dropped the ball with I her. I liked her tag team. I liked her, yeah, I liked her tag team. Awesome. I also... I also loved her move, which was the with the eclipse, which she did this yeah. weird she did this weird you know spinning uh, thing off the top rope and hit what almost hit like a Stone Cold Stunner. Yeah, I, I remember think that. That was that was to me is crazy because yeah. you had to execute that perfectly. So oh yeah, yeah, another person that they just missed because I believe Shotzi and Ember again, you know. With the women's tag team division that they have on the main rosters, Shotzi and Ember could have been a force to be reckoned with. And yeah. Could have been, you know, like, again, WWE just messing up over here. Uh, what this, I meant. <laughs> this one was just a waste of time, I believe, which is Eva Marie. How the hell, why did the hell did you bring her back just to release her again? Like, yeah. no one even cared about her in the first place. I don't mm-hmm. understand why you just brought her mm-hmm. back. Just to do that stuff with a uh, drop or whatever the hell. Piper Niven. That's what I nowhere ass. Yeah. Come on. Um Dude, and, come on. What the heck? Yeah, here's another one that I felt like should have been something too. Uh Mia Yim. Mia yeah. Yim was another good one. Uh, she was she was doing stuff with that um what was that uh rebellion or what was that that group <laughs> that they had that was on Raw that just invaded and they had all these masks on. Yeah, uh, Mustafa. There you go. Yeah, there you go. Uh, She was part of that. Uh, She would have been awesome. She would have been badass. Uh, She would have been badass on this women's division too. You know, I could have seen. I could have seen matches with her and Bianca Belair, and she could have. Dude, Mia Yim versus like someone like Sasha Banks would have been money. Mm-hmm. I mean, Amber Moon versus Sasha would have been money. Amber Moon versus Bailey, dude. Like, so there's so much stuff they could have done. Yeah, it's just it's like pisses me off, Al. Pisses me off. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, here's another one. Harry Smith, is that Davy Boy Smith? Yeah. I mean, come on. So they just give him a little contract so he could do the whole Hall of Fame thing for his dad. Used them up, threw him out like trash again. I know, right? I mean, he should dude, just go. I, you know what? That he should go to AEW. Yeah. Um. And he, I believe when they um do that Owen Hart thing, oh, I yeah. believe yeah he should be the first one to win it because he's actually related to Owen. And Hart. I was just gonna say, like, I know where you're going with this. Either that, or put that on Brian Pillman Jr. Either Brian Pillman Jr. or you know, like I would uh, have David Smith. Well, I would have Davy Smith debut. That'd be the surprise element itself, and maybe yeah. maybe it come down to Davy Smith versus too. Brian Pillman Jr. Yeah, that would be either, the way to go. And either one, you got two. Yeah, part of the heart, the the heart foundation from a M uh MLW, and plus their dads were part of it. Well, and, and, well and, and with MOW, they were Heart yeah. Foundation 2.0. Yeah, the heart, yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, and, you know, a Teddy Hart would have been badass, too. But, you know, we know how all yeah. that went. He became, yeah, he just ended up becoming scum from what I heard. He just went down a dark path. And, man, that guy had so much talent, too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I agree. Uh, Harry Smith is so awesome. Uh, the last match I saw with him was against John Moxley, and it was like uh, Bloodsport Six, I think, was for Game Changer Wrestling. They had this this uh, pay per view called Bloodsport, which is literally almost like a Bloodsport style thing. Yeah. I I kind of honestly think that's where they got the Raw Underground idea from, uh, yeah. with the no rings and all that stuff. So like, um, you know. so I believe Dave Smith he should definitely carry the British Bulldog name. I agree Use too. It. I agree too. Use it in like in like AEW, you know what I mean? And actually, unlike him, unfortunately, his dad couldn't. I guess get the because the dad could have. He uh, he deserved the push, you know what I mean? His dad, oh yeah, yeah, oh Great yeah, great performer. Definitely. He had an epic match with like Owen Hart, Raw '97 for the yeah. first ever European Championship, and that was that match is awesome. Yeah, man, definitely. So they could definitely do something with a Jay Smith, make him the make him the British Bulldog, carry out that legacy, give him a big push, actually have him win the world title. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. I think if Throw he was up. to come, if he was to come to AEW, there's also mm-hmm. a fact. Like if he comes to AEW, you could also give uh, Brian Pillman Jr. more of an attitude, and he turns heel, and maybe yeah. he like. Maybe he betrays the varsity blonde thing, yeah, and, and does the Heart Foundation 2.0. Where now, uh, you're looking at like big Davy Boy, British Bulldog Jr. There is gonna be like his bodyguard type of thing, you know? Yeah, that'd be they, awesome. They become a tag team, or they become a faction, or something like that. Kind of like the modern Brett and like Anvil, kind of. Yeah, man, that'd be awesome. Yeah, there's so much. There's so many things you can do with the stuff like yeah. that. Um. So yeah, that that was one. Uh, let's keep going down the list because there's so many, yeah. so many as we're talking about it. And like you said, like we can, like us being big ass fans, we can go on and on with someone like Harry Smith because, he, like you said, he was oh, such yeah. a great wrestler. Oh yeah, and he still is. Like he still has a massive potential. So I can't. I could also see him going to New Japan and doing some stuff there too. Oh yeah, you know because he's just that type of fighter. And British Bulldog's been over there too before. Mm-hmm. As well, so you know, either or, I would love to. But yeah, most more than likely, for him to become a superstar, like the way we want him to be, I would say AEW for sure. Um, here's the next one, which I thought was kind of crazy, but I guess you had well two of them who were part of the that lucha house party thing, and that was Lindsay Dorado and Grand Metalik. I think I remember um, the Lucha House Party. Right? Yeah, the Lucha House Party. They were Lucha, Lucha, and yeah. then also, and then also, Kalisto was also released. Who yeah. is also Samurai Del Sol, uh, and he debuted already in AEW. So maybe, maybe we can also see Lindsay <laughs> and uh, and Grand Metalik over there too. Yeah, honestly, I, I would like to see them. Uh, Probably an MOW and Ring of Honor as well too, because Ring yeah. of Honor, Ring of Honor's champion right now is a Luchador, which is uh, which is Bandito, and yeah. so it'd be cool to see more Luchadors. Just you know, I just love Luchadors, man. They're all oh, they're yeah. badass. The more Luchadors, the better, and they're so rare too. So that's kind of cool. 
when you mm-hmm. see someone in a mask like that. And uh, I remember Lindsay and Grand Mental League being awesome. Grand Mental League, I think they were calling him the king of the ropes because he would do all this crazy stuff, off, you know, on the ropes and off the ropes and anything in between the ropes. <laughs> yeah. So he was doing all that. Uh, going down the list, we have Jeet Rama. I don't know who that is. Neither do I. <laughs> so uh, that that is why you're released. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's why you. That is why why uh, yeah. you're released. Because we don't know who the hell you are. <laughs> Another one is Katrina Cortez. Again, really I don't, don't know. know. Trey Baxter. I guess these are all developments. Uh, yeah. Zeta Zeta Ramir. Uh, Jesse Kamea. I think. Uh, Jesse. Uh, yeah. Is that Jesse? Yeah, Kamea? she was on that the internet. Yeah, she was on in She, NXT. I think, I, she believes the I, Robert Stone brand. Yes, and I believe she's also uh, married or to um, to Isaiah. Isaiah, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and, and she was also with that other girl, uh, Alea, right? Yeah, Alea. Yeah, Alea. I think, and you know, Alea is one of the most. I gotta say, Alea is one of the most underrated. Uh, NXT performers I've ever seen because that she is like the Johnny Gargano of the women's division of NXT. Let's be real, because she has been there longer than any female wrestler I saw, and she never, she never, yeah, got bumped up to the main roster like she was supposed to. Yeah, which is yeah, I don't know, which is insane. I, I don't understand. But moving on, yeah, that that. She could have been something too, Jesse. I think. Oh yeah. Especially if they would have brought Jesse and Alea as a tag team once again, could have yeah. built the women's tag team division up with just girls like those, man. And I don't understand mm-hmm. when it's like written in stone, written right there. Yeah, uh, <laughs> we've already mentioned B Fab, which was part of Hit Row. You know, yeah. again, she was pretty cool, but I didn't. Eh, she was all right for me. Uh, another another big one for me was uh, you know Oni Lorkin. I mean, yeah. come on, Orny Lorkin was brutal, man. He was doing some brutal stuff. This guy was old school, you know, style brawler. I mean, this man, yeah, I don't understand it either. But I mean, I could see someone like that again going to someone like NJPW, MLW, Ring of yeah. Honor, because he has the more brutal uh, style. You know, I think he would be great in strong style. Um, moving on, uh, Frankie Monet. Which was we knew as Taya Valkyrie, which was uh, yeah. John Morrison's wife in real life. <laughs> yeah, she could have done something. They could have definitely done something. With, Man, with, with she could have. She could have reigned supreme on the on the main roster herself. I mean, oh yeah. I mean, someone like her versus someone like Becky Lynch could have been money, just like oh, that. Yeah. Just because of the fact that Frankie Monet as Taya Valkyrie was already. Um, a legend in, in AAA Mexico, man. Like, she was already a big, big-time star, you know, before any of this stuff, you know? Yeah. She really didn't really... She, she like, she really didn't need uh, WWE at all, but, like, it would have helped. And this whole Frankie Monet thing, I think, would it was different, you know? So, yeah. again, they messed up with her, too. Apparently, uh, I heard it was because of the age or some shit like that. That's what I was also hearing too. Going back to like you know, if they were saying it was because of budget cuts, I also yeah. heard rumors that it could be an age thing. Like they don't want anyone over thirty or something like that. They want yeah. newer star. They want newer stars so they can secure the future. And I guess that's the whole idea of what NXT 2.0 is: is that yeah. they're bringing in a younger generation, which I don't really understand because someone like I see like someone like Joe Gacy who looks like he's about to be almost thirty or so. <laughs> 
Uh, there's yeah. some wrestlers on there that look like they're a little bit above that, so I don't understand. Like if you if you can go, even if you're beyond 30 and you're a legend like that, that like Sting or like you know somebody like Jericho, you know who can still yeah. go. Who's to say who's who's to tell them to retire or like right like let them do their thing, you know? I don't know. Yeah. But I mean, I guess that like you said, WWE wants to like try to secure the future. They always been trying to always trying to wipe wipe it out and start clean type of mentality because mm-hmm. they know i guess they figure out they figure generations are gonna they're trying to bring in a newer generation to the wwe crowd and so like someone like aew obviously is fit for us because yeah that's, that's where like i remember one time them calling it like the uh the wcw nursing home <laughs> which i don't think so which is bull come on yeah. um uh so and we all so on this list for november uh, fourth was also Scarlet, which we mentioned with uh, yeah. uh, Karrion Cross. I, I see Cross and Scarlet probably going back to Impact or yeah. maybe doing something in AEW as well. Who knows? Yeah, um, that'd be cool. But I see them more going back to Impact because Impact does a lot of darker stuff. So I yeah. think they can do a lot of darker stuff over there. Um, but yeah, I can see that as well with the uh, with uh, with that. Um, so now we're moving on to August sixth. Um, you know, August 6th, NXT underwent a massive facelift on, on August 6th with 13 getting the axe. Most notably, Bronson Reed, who I just mentioned earlier, uh, who is now Jonah, who is now doing numerous of stuff, who is now not only that, but he also, uh, made an impact and impact. (laughs) So he debuted in impact just recently. Uh, he took out, um, the walking weapon. Uh, Josh Alexander, who was the upcoming star for Impact, and just like that, a guy who they saw was money and who was the walking weapon, and I think he was undefeated or something like that. You know, they're making him the guy, basically, right? Yeah. Uh, Bronson Reed just comes in there. <laughs> look at me, look at me. Come on, Rob. Come on, Rob. His name is not Bronson Reed anymore. Jonah is here. That's what he likes to say. He said it in New Japan. Uh, he made it like you just said. Uh, I don't know if you watched the Battle in the Valley and yet, but as soon as you do, he made an impact there uh, by attacking Juice. So I'm pretty sure there's going to be a rivalry between Juice yeah. Robinson and Jonah in NJPW, which I'm pretty excited I, about. I also know you showed me a footage of like Jeff Cobb and uh, and. Uh, Jonah looking at each other. In my opinion, that would be a great match to see. Well, and 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 for the people that don't know what we're talking about with the Jeff Cobb and Jonah thing is that you had already called it and already said it'd be awesome. Like right when I told you, <laughs> Jonah debuted in New Japan, bro, and you were just like, yeah. "Well, it'd be awesome if he goes up against someone like Jeff Cobb." And then yeah. all of a sudden, they showed you the picture. That, that Jonah actually posted on his Instagram of him, like it said something like, "Make this a meme," or "This is a meme" because those Spider-Man pictures yeah. where they looked at each other. So they they did one of each other, which I thought was phenomenal. So that that begs the question. Yeah, could, that'd be a great could, one to see. Could we see a colossal? I get it, Bronson Reed colossal. Could yeah. we see a colossal tag team with Jeff Cobb and Jonah, or are we gonna see them face each other, which could? Happen down the line because right now Jeff Cobb is a, I think he's a heel right now in New Japan with a, with Will Ospreay's new faction, uh, Empire United. Right. Uh, also a new member of Empire United is a, a TJP. 
So they now have TJP up in the faction as well, which is which is pretty awesome. And maybe yeah. uh, someone like they're gonna go after someone like Jonah, like I said. And I can also see Jonah yeah. on NJ. I can also see uh, Jonah doing stuff on NJPW Strong as well. Yeah, he will be a, a perfect fit on that show. Okay. Um, and then like the stuff he's doing on Impact, man. Yeah, so he's he's already he's already came out with a T-shirt that says Top Dog. And uh, like I said, I think the idea of all these releases happening is not only I think WWE played it smart. It's not budget cuts. I think, I think they know they were little fire. They're trying to little fire under these wrestlers, and yeah, here they are. They did. They are. You know. Did you notice most of the ones they they that they release are young, so maybe they're just trying to lit a fire a fire up their ass. Go prove them wrong, so they could. Higher than back down the road, kind of like they did with uh, Drew McIntyre. Yeah, and, and not only that, um, also the fact that uh, like uh, with with like with Jonah, like he's already proving to be a big impact and a big rec- uh, force in wrestling. Uh, same thing. What happened with uh, you know who we knew as Zack Ryder in WWE, who is now Matt Cardona. He did wonders. Now he's doing wonders for that game changer wrestling. Now people are starting to take notice of that because of the stuff he yeah. did with the death matches and in with Nick Gage. And that's because on the on the on his podcast he said that he normally doesn't do death matches or that's something he doesn't do. But it was just like it was just different, you know. Yeah. Um. So going on with the August six, like we said. Uh, uh, talking about Bronze Reed and Jonah, another one I think who's making a force, like we said with with someone like Matt Cardona, is a uh, Bobby Fish. Uh, Bobby Fish is a founding member of the now disbanded Undisputed Era. Fish was a longtime partner of Kyle O'Reilly in the popular indie tag team, the Red Dragons, as well as respected veteran. So, what do you think, Al? We're seeing a bunch of stuff with. Bobby Fish now in, you know, yeah. speaking of the Undisputed yeah. Era, they're kind of giving hints with that and him doing little little Hitman stuff yeah. or, or, you know, little hired gun stuff for Adam Cole yeah. uh, at AEW. So I think that's pretty good. And not to mention, just off the bat, when Bobby Fish debuted, he was already in big matches. Yeah. He was already doing big things right off the bat, right when they got there. That's what I like about AEW. And something I, I respect about uh, something that NJPW does too, is that they like they go based on 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 what you put in. You know what I mean? They like, for example, they already knew someone like Bobby Fish is a well-respected veteran, and this is way before WWE too, because he was already doing stuff with Ring of Honor. You know, he was, and even before Ring of Honor, he was already known as the infamous Bobby Fish, right? Like, so he was yeah. already known. It's just that obviously WWE gave him more value, right? Yeah. So, like, that's what I love about someone like AEW and NJPW is that they know the the value of these wrestlers and they just try to exploit that and and they already know what they what they have with the, those wrestlers, you know. Yeah. Which I think is awesome. Most definitely. What do you think with Bobby Fish? He's good. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Which is uh, when uh, did he get released? He got released August sixth, along with uh, Bronson Reed. August get, get six, and then he and then and then he showed up on like AEW a, a few weeks later, right? Just about right. I don't even think so. Yeah, uh, or a month later, like why did he a ninety day thing? That's that's funny that you mentioned it. Unless it was one of those contract releases or an expiration or something like that. 
Yeah, it makes you wonder. Yeah, that's a good that's a good call because you were mentioning the same thing with Adam Cole, where it's not it wasn't a release; it was more of a uh, have to do with their contract. Yeah, being, uh, how you said how'd you say like a expiration of the contract? Yeah, like expired contract expired. So they probably could have easily probably resigned. They just chose not to. Yeah, they just chose to move forward. Uh, which was a good call on their part because, like, again, look at what Fish is doing. And yeah. those type of wrestlers I can respect because they probably already foresaw like, no, them going to the main roster. They probably already know what like what we know, that Vince is just going to screw them up. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, let's not take that route and let's just end it here or something. <laughs> yeah. So good call on them. Uh, good call on them for, for, for doing that. Um, uh, amongst, so I said 13 on August 6th, amongst uh, – Bronze Reed, who's Jonah, and Bobby Fish, who's still Bobby Fish. <laughs> uh, amongst them, we had Mar- uh, Mercedes Martinez, a veteran, a veteran women's wrestler. Uh, she signed with WWE in 2020. Uh, she was also part of the May Young Classics. Um, she was doing some stuff in NXT as well. And well, just recently, like you just said, I don't know if it was the 90. Uh, I don't know if the 90 day thing applied to her too, because she recently just debuted an Impact as well. So she's now on impact. So hmm, that's another one that that's interesting. Yeah. Like you said. And Unless she said, some contracts just don't have it because uh, they don't feel. Well, I mean, or remember, and especially if they have, well, to be because she never got bumped up to the main roster, right? Yeah. And Unless a ninety-day thing doesn't apply no, to no, NXT. No. Well, NXT has a thirty-day thing. Oh. So NXT has 30 days and the main roster has 90 days. So that could also be why, because Bobby Fish was never on the main roster, so that's a 30. Yeah. Uh, Bronson Reed, I don't think, was ever on the main roster. That's another 30. And, yeah, Mercedes Martinez here was another 30. Yeah. So it uh, makes, sense. makes sense. And now we have another guy who I thought was going to be interesting. Uh, his name is Tyler Rust. He was a member of Roderick Strong's new faction called the Diamond Mind. Yeah, he just uh, debuted it too, right? And then like a few, yeah, like a few weeks later, and he like, was also, the? but he was also doing stuff in NJPW. I remember he was doing the strong stuff over there. Yeah. Uh, I remember him seeing on. I remember seeing him once, I think, on AEW Dark, and then all of a sudden he got signed over here to NXT. And like, like you said, just like that, he was he was released. And I thought, man, well, come on, and he's yeah. young too. Uh, I believe he ended up he ended up going to Ring of Honor. As Tyler uh, Rust, he's he's in Ring of Honor now, but again, Ring of Honor had released everybody, so now we don't yeah. know what's going on there. So <laughs> poor, poor guy can't catch a break. I know. <laughs> he's like, you know what? I should I should just think to NJPW strong. Yeah. Should have just never left. Yeah. Should have just never left. Um. Yeah. Uh. Then we got Leon Ruff. <laughs> what I thought was funny. Remember they put they put the North American title on that guy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> which is a bold move for him. You're always going to remember that moment, and it's always yeah. about the moments in WWE. And I can respect that. Not only that, he the guy can go. He he could wrestle, yeah. but obviously the he impressed me at first. I was like, all right, a bit too soon. And then you know, I seen him actually actually wrestle, he, and he was doing yeah, good. like yeah, yeah, he was really was like, good. Oh, shit. It's just that we obviously looking at it like this. He's a scrawny dude. Yeah, <laughs> that's all we were looking at it as. But yeah. yeah. Uh, kudos to that, and uh, who knows where Leon Ruff is gonna end up now, uh, or if he's gonna end up uh, even wrestling or not. Right. Hey, we got end day. Uh, go- 
Strong. Hell, let's let's uh he's gonna I think he'll go to NWA power. There you go. You know, I don't know, honestly. Because you gotta remember NWA power is you know it's still around, they're doing stuff too. Yeah, and I could see someone like his, him doing some funny stuff, or he goes to Ring of Honor and does stuff like you like like that character Cheeseburger was doing. <laughs> uh the next I really don't know is uh Stefan Smith. I don't know. Yeah, sorry, people. If you, if you know him, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Jake Atlas. I remember him. He was uh, a yeah. PCW. That's where I last saw him. Uh, if you, for any of you, Rob is War subscribers out there, like to want uh, want to watch twenty four seven wrestling. I suggest you get the Pluto TV app and it has free stuff on there where you can watch twenty four seven Impact Wrestling content and twenty four seven Pro Wrestling content and twenty four seven AAA content too. Yeah. So with that being said, the, that 24-7 Pro Wrestling uh, channel, that's where I saw him. That's where I saw Jake Atlas on, and I, I saw his, yeah. uh, a couple of matches he had on there. Also, I remember him on uh, NA, uh, NXT for a little bit, too. Yeah, just a little bit. He was he was, he was doing pretty good. I thought he was going to. Yeah, he was. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. Uh, next up is Ari, Ari Sterling. I don't know. Who Again, is. don't know. Don't Desmond remember. Troy. <laughs> Desmond Troy. I don't remember Rainbow, either. <laughs> Zachary Smith. Um, Asher Hale and uh, Giant Zanjir. Huh? Yeah, it sounds like a was he like some kind of great great Kali looking dude or something? Or right. <laughs> Giant Zanjir. Zanjir. I, I don't know. I don't know. Um, that is. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I, uh, that's uh, who knows. Uh, moving forward, Al. Uh, August third, and just on August third was the big one. Ric Flair. <laughs> I actually, I want to say he asked for his release. You got that right. The goat, as it says, Flair requested his release and was granted it in early August. Uh, Fightful reported that Flair had serious issues with WWE's booking decisions, including his storyline with uh, Lacey Evans earlier in the year. And I can't blame him because Lacey Evans ended up getting pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> and so that didn't look good, and especially the stuff that was happening with the Dark Side of the Ring stuff. Yeah. Uh, that where they uh, exploded the fact that he uh, was, um, yeah, wiggling his private yeah. parts and stuff. <laughs> Uh, to a flight attendant, <laughs> so that could be one of the re- some of the reasons. And the, I I can agree with that too, where yeah. he really knew like WWE, come on WWE, you're not doing good with your booking and the whole Lacey yeah. Evan things was kind of, it was kind of it was kind of uh smart at the beginning of it, but yeah, the, mm-hmm. you ended up becoming stupid like you said. Yeah. Um, the, moving forward, July thirty first, Bray Wyatt, man, that was because that, that was. I was a huge, 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 huge fan of Bray Wyatt since the NXT days, man. In Bray's defense, see, I did hear he was going, going. You know, he had problems. Yeah. Um. You know, losing his best friend and Brody Lee that'll take a toll on someone. Yeah. Uh, mentally that's also, and physically wise. For for some of the fans that are, um, for some of the fans that are uh, wondering why. He possibly lost, you know, his day, uh, his return match at last year's WrestleMania was, I think, was also because of that, which he said that he wasn't in the right state of mind. I heard that he he didn't even want to be there that day, yeah. but he had to. So they basically did that where they could basically kill him off again and 
well, he never really returned. Uh, he's still doing some yeah. liberal messages on, on, on stuff, so it'll be interesting to see if he'll even come back to wrestling at all. Yeah. Uh, and maybe he will. Maybe he will do it in remembrance of Brody Lee, and if he does, I can see him doing some Dark Order stuff. Yeah. Or he comes back with his own cult following that he's calling the Wyndham cult with maybe uh, Rowan and, and, Stro- and Strowman. I mean, his brother. And his brother. And they come back, and maybe they do, they do stuff with Dark Order, or they, you know, there's yeah. something that happens. Feud, feud, so, feud with the Dark Order. Feud with them, but but nonetheless, I think that was very very stupid because, I mean, Bray Wyatt, especially as the Fiend was, was WWE's most uh was he was he was the one that was number one at merchandise sales, and yeah. stuff like that. And from what I know, is that as long as you're number one and doing phenomenal at merchandise sales, like how are they going to cut you? Yeah. They know you're the guy. Like, but obviously merchandise sales number one right now is Roman Reigns. Um, I feel he got cut because, you know, he, like, we don't know what happened behind the scenes. You know what I mean? Maybe he wasn't ready to come back and, and just said to release me. I mean, we don't know. I, I, yeah, you did, we never know the backstories. We well, when you hear rumors, when you hear yeah. people always want to make this and this and that. They don't understand why wins happen or why losses happen, why things happen the way they do. And I know for one fact, like you said, the whole Brody Lee thing really, really did damage him. Uh, he mm-hmm. just had a newborn, I think, I believe. Um, so it might, maybe the industry itself takes a toll. I mean, Sasha Banks yeah. had said the same thing where it was already getting to her, where she was grinding so hard 24-7 that she was already burnt out and just needed a break. You know, sometimes that yeah. that, hap- that happens, and maybe maybe WWE was just sour with that. Maybe they wanted to keep continuing to squeeze the hell out of what they could with the Fiend character, and maybe Bray was just like, no, man, you know? Yeah. And not only that, with the creative freedom, uh, free- here I go, vouching again, yeah. that I just reversed the words right there. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. And, and that right there is what I like to call a my inside term, a spoonerism. It's my own language. Uh, creative freedom. I said creative freedom. It's it's one of my it's one of my words in my my spoonerism alphabets language. Anyways, that's that's something different. Uh, the creative freedom of of Bray. You know, I bet you that also played a factor. Maybe yeah. you know, because I also know they released sketches of how he was saying he wanted to bring all the those puppets that he had in the. Firefly Funhouse, um, yeah. that he wanted to bring them to life. So he wanted to wear like you know he was coming up with sketches and masks and stuff to bring them to life somehow. That would've been awesome. Yeah, it would've been it would've been epic, you know. So yeah, that's that's just sad that that. Uh, yeah. But nonetheless, you know, I still have my fiend merchandise. I still I still represent Bray. Bray was like I said, one of the brilliant minds. Um, and also, come on, the son of IRS. <laughs> Oh yeah! Come on now, man. He's he's wrestling royalty, wrestling legacy too. So, a generation of just wrestlers who, again, well, he it won't be so hard for him to find something. Nope, I don't think. Um, the next would be June twenty fifth. Uh, Killian Dane, another guy. I feel like probably could have been like if the, if they if they had rebooted a, a fiend. Say they rebooted a fiend Wyatt family. Right with the that's the fiend. I would see Killian yeah. Dane as the new member. Yeah, I could have seen because Killian Dane was doing some so badass as looking 
insane and as a lunatic as part of sanity which yeah. is, was another was another faction they just messed up as uh messed up with i mean like i said dane who was a part of the nxt's popular sanity stable alongside eric young alexander wolf and nikki cross you know the, yeah like i don't know man and then he came back and did some stuff with drake maverick you know he returned to nxt as a single star but i don't know um it eventually, yeah, gave gave way to his release. Yeah. So yeah, that happened. Uh, another one was Kurt Stallion. I don't know if you know who that is. Uh, says he made his debut in WWE 2020, wrestling as part of the company's cruiserweight division. I don't remember that in a way, but uh, he was also released. Austin Gray was another that was released. Um, who is known as Anthony Green? I think I've seen that guy before don't remember what promotion but i know uh he recently did i think i believe last week i saw a match on AEW elevation or it was dark and uh, anthony green came out and he actually won the match so i think they're gonna oh. give him i think they're gonna give him a push or something mm-hmm. you're gonna see seeing more of that guy uh mm-hmm. come uh, for nxt but yeah he was part of the company's releases for that for that month uh he had also signed a contract in 2020 uh and wrestled on 205 Live and uh, also NXT for a little bit. So uh, also on June 25th, we had Marina Shafar. Uh, for the ones who don't know who Marina Shafar was, she uh, she landed in NXT in 2018, famously part of the quartet featuring Ronda Rousey and Jessamyn Duke. And Shayna Baszler, as, as former MMA fighters, they were basically going to come in as the four horsewomen of MMA. Um, and she's also married to Roderick Strong. So I think they messed up with her too. She could have been a yeah. force, force to be reckoned with. Her and like Shayna could have been a force yeah. to be reckoned with on the main roster and could have been just those tough girls that could have done stuff with the younger you know, generation, I, I feel. Uh, Say so they messed up. But good news is that recently I saw a pay-per-view that Game Changer Wrestling did, and she made her debut there. Nice. So she's now on there. And she came out, she came out like fierce, man. She came out like all MMA style, you know, and she was doing shoot wrestling, so it was great nice. to see her back in that that uh, element. Uh, also, again, on June 25th, we had the Bollywood Boys. <laughs> I think they were, they were with Jinder for a while, which we knew as the Singh Brothers. <laughs> uh that's sad because I thought they yeah. were pretty. They were pretty entertaining and different too. Um, yeah. You know, rarely you get uh, wrestlers from India, such as like Jinder and and the great Kali and stuff like that. But he was a team that was like I thought could have worked. You know, especially as a tag team. You know. Um, but yeah, they were basically Jinder Mahal's uh, villainous lackeys. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, according to a tweet. That came out from the Bollywood Boys. They uh, pretty much said they uh, tw- they had uh, torn ACLs and dislocated shoulders, and, and like they just they just had a bunch of injuries they were you know dealing with. So that could be also one of the reasons why they uh, got yeah. the release. Because yeah, uh, the next one for that month, uh, man. This is pr- pretty quite a lot for June twenty fifth, man. Uh, Tyler Breeze. Another one, King of Selfies, yeah. I thought was going to be revolutionary for the main roster. They messed up with him. He was doing mm-hmm. great 
Fandango as the uh, fashion police, I believe. I mean, dude, Breeze was one of NXT standout performers. Yeah. When the brand was burgeoning in the early 20, 2010s, capturing he captured the NXT Tag Team Championships with Fandango once. Uh, he found a second win alongside Fandango, forming forming the popular hilarious Brizongo tag team. I mean, they were doing <laughs> the detective stuff. I, lo- I loved all that stuff. Yeah, that was cool. How, how could, I, I mean, mean, that was entertaining as hell. Uh, then they returned back in 2019 to NXT, uh, wrestled there for a little bit, uh, but then you know, obviously, Ultimate got ultimately yeah. got his release. So him and Fandango got released also on June 25th. So. Um, from what I know, Tyler Breeze is not doing anything right now. I think he's still doing a bunch of Twitch stuff with his gaming. Uh, you know, still doing things like that. But Fandango, I believe, is in Game Changer Wrestling as as Dirty Dango or something like that. <laughs> so we may be seeing him more. <clears throat> uh, another on June 25th is Arturo Ruas, which is, uh, he was doing the Capoeira stuff. <laughs> That's what I remember of him. He yeah. first made his appearance in NXT in 2016 uh, after being signed in 2015. And he would occasionally make appearances on NXT. Yeah. But he was doing like this weird capoeira stuff. And this guy was a legit MMA capoeira guy. So, uh, yeah, he's now on – he is now on AEW. Uh, and they're using him – they're using him the way he should have been used. So, that's great. Uh, keep going. Tw- June 25th, we got the premier athlete, Tony Nice. You know, Nice was a, a stalwart yeah. of the WWE Cruiserweight division, was released on June 25th as well, alongside a few others. Um, he, what do you think with Tony Nice? I mean, this he was, I think he was part of, how do you say it? Like, he was part of the original 205 Live guys. Yeah, I remember him a little bit. He yeah, was, doing, he was whole, doing the whole, whole six-pack thing. Yeah. Him and, like, Drew Gulak. You know, I, like, I, I remember a little bit of it, but not much. You didn't really watch 205 Live as much? No, I didn't. <laughs> yeah, you're always that, – that, that is – see, Al, that is why you are the king of sloth style because – you are so backed up with <laughs> so many wrestling programming that's out there. You don't even you don't even know anymore, Al. No. Nope. Damn it, Al. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. Uh, but yeah, uh, good thing for Tony Lee, uh, Tony Nees, and that's June twenty fifth. And now, what are we like November? Yeah. So I guess it was a thirty day as well. I guess, but I I've I thought he was also on the main. Well, he's doing 205 Live, but I guess not. I think he's still on doing stuff in the NXT world. So, 30 days. And then, well, obviously now he's on. Um, he's being featured more now on AEW. So, yeah. as the premier athlete, which I thought was cool. So, maybe maybe he was able to keep all yeah. that. I mean, he was like, maybe that was his name. And it was WWE's, I guess. Yeah. Uh, another one. That I was gonna t- say that was a few that was part of the whole two oh five live thing was uh uh Ar- Aria Davari. He was another one. That was part of you know, you remember you remember Davari, his brother. Yeah. <laughs> uh Davari and uh, who's that other guy? Uh Mohammed Hassan. Remember them as being villainous characters talking about you know India and all that stuff. Uh Arya Davari Again, was a badass wrestler. Uh, he also uh, made his debut in uh, 
AEW, so he's going to be doing things there too. So you should see more of him coming up. Um, another big one for me, mm-hmm. ending June twenty five, June twenty fifth, because geez, there was a lot in that was Everrise. I don't know if you remember them in NXT, Al. Yeah, but they are now just called obviously two point Um, in AEW, in, a- in AEW, and obviously they been doing big things. They've already been doing stuff with Moxley and Kingston. They've already, yeah. they've already been interacting with Sting and Darby. They've yeah. already done stuff with CM Punk. I mean, come on. You're already doing that stuff. If you're already doing stuff with big headlining guys like that already, I mean, you need to... I don't know, man. You need to... Yeah. You need to do something, WWE. I mean, you need to rethink the situation or something, I guess. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Um... This is a long list, though. I know we get in there. We get in there. Yeah. Braun Strowman for June twenty, uh, June second. Uh, obviously, we knew him as the Monster of Man. I'm obviously yeah. wearing this shirt right here for all the ones that are watching YouTube. Uh, I believed in that guy. They had something going on with him. He should have been. He should. He should already been like at least three, four time WWE champion in my mind by yeah. now. Um, he should have already should have won the championship against Brock Lesnar at least two to three times from there. You know, he was doing a bunch of stuff right there with Brock should have done stuff with him. Should have done stuff with Roman Reigns. Yeah. But yeah. And then obviously, but I mean, ultimately he beat Goldberg, which was still yeah. good, but still, I think yeah. the only reason why he got to beat Goldberg is because he, he was only the guy, they, uh, the guy they could call because from what I heard is that Roman Reigns was having twins at the time and it was during the pandemic era. Yeah. And so Roman Reigns couldn't leave his house and so they had to call Braun to step in. So it makes you wonder like if Braun would have ever even wanted or it was going to be Roman this whole time, but Roman said no and couldn't do it. <laughs> yeah. So makes you wonder. Um, another for June 2nd is a big one, obviously, is Aleister Black. I mean, that guy, geez, come on, man. You're I mean, he got the ball with him. Yeah, he was Tommy End. Um, yeah, and he, dude, he was just, he was going to, to me, be another, like, like Bray Wyatt in a way, like a dark entity that we needed. Yeah. And again, you know, WWE, yeah, just, just, um, dropped the ball on him, but good thing AEW picked it back up, and uh, funny enough, is talking about the 30 days and the 90 day releases, is that he was on the main roster, and a lot of fans thought he was supposed to do the 90 day release, but what ended up happening is that WWE ended up messing up his contract, and they, yeah. didn't, they didn't switch the 30 day to the 90 day, so he got away with it and ended up <laughs> 30 days. So he's yeah. the only he's the only guy that was on the main roster that was able to do the thirty days. Yeah, <laughs> so that's kind of cool. And the, and obviously, yeah. sort sort someone like me when I saw him debut on AEW, and I was just AEW, and I was just like, what the hell? So that's kind of yeah. that's kind of cool, and it's kind of cool that he's still continuing the whole thing about black. So he's not Alistair, but he's still Malachi. So that's still yeah. cool, which just means dark messenger, and it's still the same thing. Yeah. So, so all hell, all hell, the house of black now. Um, June 2nd was another one and I always I always tease you for this one because I thought he was your WWE cousin and I'm talking about Buddy Murphy <laughs> uh, Murphy started his WWE career in NXT sub-ran alongside Wesley Blake I don't know if you remember that and Alexa Bliss mm. eventually spending time away before re-emerging as the company's best kept secret on 205 Live 
after his call up to the main roster, he lost his first name, as most do, obviously, going by just Murphy. And we only have one Murph, and that's you, Al. Mm-hmm. And along, and the along, original Murph. And acting alongside Seth Rollins as a villainous stable, which I thought was cool. I thought he, I thought, come to think about it, I do remember his tag team with, uh, with Wesley Blake and, and, Obviously, that's where we got the whole Bliss thing. If it wasn't for that tag team, we, I don't think we would ever got the stuff that Alexa Bliss is doing now. Yeah, you know. Um, and Buddy Murphy was just gonna be awesome as well. Another, again, another wrestler that they dropped the ball. And we're getting there. I know you're tired and you've had <laughs> a long day. We're getting there. Like I said, this, this, uh, this, these releases—they're long, man. Yeah. It, and like I said, over, over, you know, seventy. That's a lot for 2021. I mean, just to have a full episode and just based on that, it's, just, it's insane. Like, there shouldn't be yeah. a reason to release all these wrestlers. But like exactly. I said, like we were talking about, I think they're doing it. Uh, I think it's not a budget cut. I think it's more than that. Uh, let's continue yeah. on so we can wrap this stuff up. Uh, June 2nd was another. Lana was one as well, uh, which we know as the wife of AEW star yeah. Miro. Kind of saw it coming because Rusev, her husband, yeah, or Miro. And they always do that stuff, you know, when, when your your spouse leaves the company, they're you're going to end up getting burned. Uh, and that's yeah. what that's what ended up happening with, I think, with uh, probably Malachi as well, because he was uh, dating, uh, uh, what's her name? Um, I forgot her name, but she ended up coming back uh, and ended up becoming the first ever Zelina Vega. Queen's uh, Queen's crown, right? Whatever. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Lana, I thought should have ended up. She should have ended up uh, staying as the the ravishing Russian. She should have yeah. stayed with that gimmick. I felt. I think. Uh, even if it wasn't with Rusev, uh, Rusev, she still stood stayed like that because she would have been more fierce that way. I felt. So. Yeah. But uh, you know, it it is what it is. Uh. Uh, another big one on June 2nd was Ruby Riot. Um, Ruby Riot originally, before the main roster, uh, gen- uh, Geniuses decided to add a AT to the Riot name uh, for some reason. Uh, uh, she was a big indie star as well. She was also one of the reasons why... Uh, she was also one of the reasons uh, for Britt Baker. She kind of helped Britt, uh, broke Britt Baker, who is the AEW women's champion into the wrestling scene. So eventually, uh, you know, uh, we're now seeing her on AEW. And eventually I know we're going to see Ruby Riot versus Britt Baker on a pay-per-view. Yeah. Maybe a battle of the belts or something. I don't know. Yeah. But uh, again, they dropped the ball with her. Uh, she had a unique character. and But now, she, you know, again, AEW is going to prove WWE wrong with all this. Um, another one is Santana Garrett. Uh, Garrett was a longtime indie wrestler too before – before ending up, up making her appearance for WWE as enhancement talent in 2013, uh, she primarily just works at worked as an enhancement talent. And for those who don't know who and what enhancement is, it's just they basically make the other wrestler look good. Yeah, you know uh, that's what it is. Uh, but she's now wrestling on AEW, so we'll see what's going to happen there. Um, moving on, we're getting close, getting close to the end of end of 2021 here <laughs> well actually you know i started at the end and moving my way up to the beginning of yeah. it. you get what i'm saying yeah uh get what i'm saying huh uh Jessamine duke may 19th we already we already discussed her with obviously with shafar you know she's part of the four horsewomen of the mma um she made her last appearance on wwe tv on august 
2020 on a Raw Underground segment. And again, they would have utilized Shayna Baszler, Safar, and Jessamyn Duke. Don't do it, Al. What are you doing, Al? <laughs> oh, no, It's Al. just a Do it, Al. He's going to do it. Alcoholic Al is about to come out. Not quite. Dang it. Alcoholic, he's trying to, you're teasing, you're teasing people, Al. To beer or not to beer, that is the question. <laughs> uh, but she was on a Raw Underground episode, and obviously she should. They they could have done stuff with that Raw Underground stuff. I mean, oh yeah, made Definitely. it another blood sport type of thing. But yeah, there you go. Um, and then on March twenty first, we got Andrade, which we were talking about, I believe. Andrade Cien Almas, you know, we well we reportedly requested his release, so yeah, we requested it in March, uh, and was granted it. Uh, the Luchador is a one-time NXT champion uh, and found little success on the main roster as a United States champion. But, I mean, he was already known as La Sombra in NJPW and CMML before his NXT arrival, which I already knew that, Al. You didn't know that because Rob yeah. knows all. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> but uh and you know um but Andrade ended up finding success anyways with AEW and I hope he yeah. does a lot of things. He's also is a former co-founder of the those Ingubernables de Japón which is the LIJ which is Naito's with and Rush in in Ring of Honor so it makes me wonder if we could ever see Naito cross over the forbidden door and Rush and come in with Andrade and they come in as Tranquilo as Lij and AEW, that'd be, that'd be epic because they're already yeah, doing, that'd be epic. They're already doing. They're already teasing Okada. And they're already yeah. teasing the Chaos faction. So, you know, yeah. Looking forward to that. Yeah. So yeah, that so. Sorry, uh, um, I think we it's well, yeah, yeah. Uh, we have also in February, which was Lars Sullivan. <laughs> uh, Sol- Sullivan was being booked as a potential all-world heel before an injury sidelined him in 2019, and several controversies followed. Uh, misogynistic and racist comments from Sullivan on an internet forum surfaced, as well as his appearance in an adult film. <laughs> years before his wrestling career got underway. So, yeah, this guy was just... He was already on the path of uh, destruction, man. Yeah. So I feel bad for him because he could have been a potential big monster, too. Um, And then on February 4th, we got Steve Cutler, which was part of the... uh, With Jackson Riker, uh, with the Forgotten Sons. Um, They... uh, Yeah, they... A lot of stuff happened with the Forgotten Sons and because of Jackson Riker, that whole thing happened. And yeah, I guess, you know, after that, they didn't really have anything for him. But uh, he ended up uh, debuting in Impact Wrestling. So he's he's there as Stevens. It's not Cutler, but it's Stevens something. I remember that. So, yeah. um, and man, I guess I'm missing some others from the year because we also have from April 15th, we had Samoa Joe, obviously, but they brought him back to NXT. Yeah. Uh, we had Peyton Royce and Billy Kay also on April 15th, who were the Iconics, but are now the inspiration 
in Impact Wrestling. Yeah. Uh, they could have been revolutionary. They could have been, uh, you know, the NXT Women's Tag Team Championships could have started with them. Yeah. Uh, but they messed that up, obviously. Uh, Mickey James is another one. Uh, but she ended up going back to Impact as well and is, I think, believe the current Impact champion there. I want to uh, say she did some stuff with the NWA, too. Yeah, yeah. I think she still is, too, I believe. She's doing both, I believe. Uh, then we had Chelsea Green uh, was another one who was the hot mess in Impact Wrestling. And she's also the fiance of who we knew as Zack Ryder, who is now Matt Cardona. Uh, they could have done stuff with her, but she's back mm-hmm. in she's back in Impact as well and doing Ring of Honor stuff there too. Uh, then we had uh, Tucker Knight, which I thought was bad because we could have had a badass tag team with Heavy Machinery and him and Otis. Yeah. Um, then I we've mentioned Kalisto, we mentioned Bo Dallas for April fifteenth, and then we got Wesley Blake, who was also part of the uh, Forgotten Sons. Yeah. So yeah, that was that was pretty much the, the whole list there, Al. Hey, did yeah. Jenner Bryan's not on there? Uh, not f- n- n- on this list. No, surprisingly, but I, I would think he did. He was released too, right during on this year. Uh, he, I want to say his contract was up, and he his just con- basically sat around until all out. Because <laughs> obviously we had him, and obviously we had Adam Cole. Like he was at WrestleMania. Because we had him, so and we had. Adam- to- yeah, like I said, we had him and we, yeah. had, we had Adam Cole, but I don't think, like you said, I don't. They weren't really releases. They were more yeah. like they, they asked for it more. Yeah, or the contracts were up. Or the fine. yeah, expiration contract expirations. So that happened. Um, yeah, I mean, man, that, that's a lot of releases, and I hope. Yeah. Like I said, uh, in conclusion, now, I mean, I hope most majority of these wrestlers are going to find good homes in these different oh, yeah. promotions, and they already are. And they so, get better jobs, not X WWE. They're just going to get better jobs because of the fact that they got there. fired and lost their job, so they're getting another job. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. And people don't understand that they're just going to be. But I guess it's also a good thing if you're known as an ex WWE wrestler because obviously WWE was is big, so they're gonna you're gonna go see them because they were ex WWE anyway. So yeah. people shouldn't be complaining at all. I think we should just enjoy all this wrestling that is happening. I think all these releases are a good thing because now you got someone like these promotions like MLW, Ring of Honor, New, uh, New Japan doing strong and and uh, and uh, MLW, you know, like with all these promotions out there, yes, man, release more so we can see the better, so we can see the, the real wrestlers that they're supposed to be and not these watered down Vince yeah, yeah. McMahon-like characters. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, is there anything else that you want to leave with us, Al? I'm good. Damn it, Al. You're always good. And I knew you were good because you were about to open that fridge. You were about to pop that top and and sip that red wine like Alcoholic Al does. The only thing is, is that Alcoholic Al, is, is Alcoholic Al a beer person or he's he's also, he's just anything alcohol? alcohol. For all, for all everything. The- Wine for, right here. This is actually some homemade wine. For, for, uh, my, my, my buddy Jacob Franks. For, all, buddy your, mine. for all your alcoholic yeah, uh, fans out there, you you just as long as it's alcohol, it's good. Yeah. <laughs> well, 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 it was uh, it was good talking to you, and like I said, uh, you know, good this obviously you. this this episode has been has been long time coming, and uh, yeah. 
Just and, been uh, busy, Thanksgiving. Yeah, <laughs> Thanksgiving, you've just been busy, but it's okay. Yeah. We're going to be on top of it. You never know when we're going to put out episodes. Just know that exactly. we're going to continue to keep putting out the episodes because we like to live our lives raw, and you never know what's going to happen at the end of the exactly. day. So uh, with that being said, uh, make sure you like, subscribe, comment, and repeat. I said like, like subscribe, subscribe, comment, comment and repeat. And repeat. And yeah, do us a favor and go search Rob is War on YouTube. You can search it on the uh, iTunes and you can also search it on Spotify. Just check for, uh, just search Rob is War or search for Emo, Emo Wosa. I, I don't know if I'm saying it right. Productions. <laughs> I'll be there. But yeah, just if, if it's hard for you to say, just search for Rob is War. We are there. Again, just like, subscribe, comment, and repeat. And, and yeah. Rob out. Peace. Perfect.